Oh boy, remember what I said about 2020? Everything and anything is possible, and the NHL just proved that with their new divisional realignment. Of course, it's all projected, but still, it's very interesting to see, so we'll touch on that in this episode. And also, is it smart for Jack Hughes to sit out when he needs more games played? Wait, what do I mean by sit out? Well, brace yourselves, because we have a lot to discuss in this episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews, and it is currently 6.14 p.m. on the East Coast. It is December 9th, 2020, and we have a lot to discuss in this episode because, remember, the NHL is projected to start on January 13th, so we are just a little bit over a month away from puck drop, and obviously we have a lot to discuss because there's still uh, some talks in the works of just trying to rearrange uh, things to make sure that everything goes back to normality or to make sure that everyone is safe because like I said even though we are making strides each and every day to get back to normality we are not out of the woods obviously there's a vaccine in talks but like I said the main media lies a lot trust me so you know if something sounds too good to be true usually it is but hopefully uh, that is true so that way you know I can stop wearing masks everywhere I go because you know I'm getting a little sick of it and I'm also getting a little sick of all these procedures but you know what I will follow them just to make sure that everyone around me stays safe because you know we do not want to live recklessly or anything in that nature but anyway we are going back to a normal life for the third time as I stated because I am so excited the NHL is finally coming back on January 13th so if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode that's what I basically discussed the NHL returning tentatively because like I said there's still a lot of work that needs to be done there's still a lot of things that need to be discussed but Gary Bettman the owner and the uh, Players Association, they seem to be making the right strides in the right direction in order to make sure that we get a puck drop in January so that way we can begin the new year off right with some hockey because if anyone knows, 2020 has been very, very rough to say the least. And, you know, we've had some highs. We've certainly had a lot, a lot, a lot, and a lot more lows. But still, you know, we, we are just progressing each and every day as a society and you know it just feels good to just see things like that go back and you know some things are not going to be the same because like I said in yesterday's episode be prepared for some games to get postponed or canceled because you know sometimes uh the stuff like that is going to happen especially if uh players coaches staff whatever the case might be start to test positive for it and quite honestly I'm very interested to see how this will affect small market teams so like big market teams that sell a lot of gear so like any of the original six teams they obviously get a lot of marketing and obviously they're in great hockey towns so I don't think it would affect them too much especially like uh, let's uh, go for like Chicago or Detroit for example you know they're in the middle of some lockdowns and obviously I don't think fans will be allowed in attendance under any circumstance for the season, or at least for, I guess, the first half of the season. So I don't think it would affect them too much. But, you know, some of the smaller market teams like New Jersey, things of that nature. So what, what's, how's that going to affect us? Will we get some fans? Because I, I that's going to help us and our uh, financial 
uh, situation because we're not set like some of the other teams. So, you know, you got some of these teams, they, they make money left and right. They're in great markets. They're in great cities or in great organizations. Obviously, any of the Canadian teams will make a lot of money because uh, Canada is, you know, just the bread and butter for hockey. So it won't really affect them. But some of the small American teams that don't seem to get a lot of good recognition. So I think a good example of how, the, uh, you know, a small market team can, you know, transform into, you know, something a little more popular. Uh, I remember when the Atlanta Thrashers were in Atlanta, ticket sales were going down because Atlanta just was not a hockey town. I mean, come on, it's Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm sure there aren't that many hockey fans down there. My dad used to live down there a long time ago. He never once told me saying, oh yeah, they're big on hockey, you know, this, that, and a third. So anyway, they decided to do a promotional thing with their mascot. You guys may have remembered this. Uh, his name was, I believe, Thrash. And uh, Thrash supposedly steals a Zamboni. It's caught on film. He's arrested. He goes to trial. And he's found guilty of Grand Theft Zamboni. Of course, I was in fifth grade at the time, so I thought this was real. And I thought, oh my gosh, the mascot got arrested. They need to release him. They need to get him out of there. So come on, everyone, buy some tickets. So that way, you know, he could get released. And it was really funny. And it was really entertaining. And, you know, looking back on those videos that I see, oh man, that is so scripted. That is so fake. I, I get what they were doing. They were trying to do a promotional kind of thing. So, you know, they got the ticket sales and then uh, uh, Thrash shows up in a police car. He's released and, you know, he jumps out of his uh, orange prison suit and he basically is back due to those high... Uh, ticket sales. It was really entertaining. It was really fun and it was really unique. I, I got to give them props for that. But unfortunately, it just wasn't enough to save the Thrashers as they just packed up their bags and moved up north to Canada to give Canada another hockey team, which is now the Winnipeg Jets. So, you know, that that's what I'm talking about, how, you know, a small market team can really be affected by something like this because, you know, their sales can go down. It can put them in the red. It can force the owner to sell the team. And sometimes the new owner will make decisions that are out of the realm of the organization. So, you know, that that's something to take into consideration. I'm not trying to scare anyone. Obviously, that won't happen to the New Jersey Devils or, you know, I don't think it would happen in, in the near future. But still, you know, I, it goes to show you that in the midst of a pandemic, things like this can happen. And we just saw uh, let's go to college football because I know this is one of the biggest games of the year. Ohio State and University of Michigan, they literally just canceled their game due to uh, rising coronavirus cases. And, you know, that that really just puts a damper on things. And a lot of fans are angry. I'm angry, too. I really wanted to see if maybe Michigan can maybe pull up the upset and just uh, finally beat Ohio State for once. But obviously, I'm just going to have to wait for that to happen. Uh, well, you know, I, I think I was going to wait either or. But still, still, it was, uh, it was pretty sad to see. And I know a lot of fans are angry. But this is just the world we're living in right now and until that vaccine comes out there's nothing we can do for the time being so all I'm saying is we just have to have patience and speaking of change the NHL made a few changes to how they're realigning the divisions and how it's going to affect including just maybe having an all Canadian team maybe you know I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, intrigued to see how that is and I'm really uh, compelled to share with you guys but First, I have to tell you guys something. So recently, I just got a package from Built Bar, and they sent me some Built Go, and Built Go is really, really, really good, and you know what? I don't know how to describe it, so just picture this like you're, I guess, like in a slow motion. 
you know what? I got something. Picture this. All right, everybody. How much does this relate to you? You just need some sort of energy boost. You just need to break through that wall. You need something great, delicious, but at the same time, very healthy, so that way you can go about your day and still look great. Well, I have the thing for you. You've heard about Built Bar. Well, they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, Break through it with Go Every Day. Easy to take in a 1.5 ounce packages. Put it in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine or put it in your pocket to go through the day or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus it's natural so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilco combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilco.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order use the promo code locked for 30 percent off at billgo.com there we go i repeat it so now you have no excuse let's go baby so recently on twitter i saw a lot of speculation as to how the division will be realigned for the nhl and i must say it's very interesting to see and i'm going to share that list with you guys in a second and see where the new jersey devils are but the one thing I have to say is the reason for this is because, like I mentioned with the MLB, so in the MLB, they really changed their scheduling up a bit, albeit they played 60 games, but still they changed up their scheduling just a bit. So the rule was is that they can only play teams amongst their own division or if they wanted to play, you know, teams from another conference or, you know, I, I don't know, I forget the term in uh, MLB would on oh, the National League. If, so if an American League team wants to play a National League team, the National League team and the American League team, they had to be within close proximity of each other. So, for example, let's use the Detroit Tigers because that's my favorite baseball team. And by the way, New Jersey needs a baseball team. Just just putting that out there. I know they have to trend Thunder, but that's not enough. So uh, the Detroit Tigers... Uh, they would play the Pittsburgh Pirates. So the Pittsburgh Pirates are a National League team and the Detroit Tigers are an American League team, but they're relatively close amongst each other. So travel wouldn't be that uh, excessive. And then they played another team in Ohio, the Cincinnati Reds, which is also a National League team. So teams that are close to Detroit are the teams that the Detroit Tigers were allowed to play. So that's, what I think, what the NHL is trying to do. And for the NBA, they're saying there will be no restrictions on traveling, but here's the thing. So, like, it, there's two New York teams. There's the Brooklyn Nets and the New York, uh, the New York Knicks. So uh, if a team, let's say, in California wants to play one of those teams, then they have to play both of those uh, New York teams within the same weekend or something like that. So that way they're not traveling back and forth. So I think the NHL is just doing what the MLB is doing, which is saying let's limit it to just inner squad between uh, the divisions. So the divisions are Pacific, Canada, Central, and East. And this is really interesting, to say the least. So Canada is getting their own league, essentially, in the NHL. Like, I guess that's what they always wanted. And obviously, uh, if the playoffs roll along and we're still in this pandemic and a vaccine hasn't been released yet, 
honestly, I would be surprised if, you know, if it uh, takes that long. But still, I think they would go back to the bubble situation where it's one team in Edmonton and one team in uh, Toronto. And, you know, they'll play amongst each other uh, amongst those cities. So that way no one leaves and no one's uh, contracting it. Because the NHL did an excellent job, like the NBA, uh, in terms of the bubble idea because, uh, no one tested positive for the coronavirus during the playoffs, and no uh, games had to be rescheduled in terms of you know virus outbreaks. One game did have to be rescheduled, but that was because one game went into five overtimes, and there was nothing that could be done for something like that, okay? So there's no quarantine for that. There's no quarantine for overtime. So what is the NHL doing in terms of all of this um, craziness? Well, uh, like I stated before, they split it up into four divisions, Pacific, Canada, Central, and East. So the Pacific teams are like the West Coast team. So that's like the Colorado Avalanches, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the Dallas Stars, Arizona Coyotes, Minnesota Wild. Well, you know, I, you know, Minnesota is so weird because it's like smack dab in the middle. So it's like, you know, is it a Western part or is it an Eastern part? It's the same issue out in uh, the MLB and the NBA. And, and I bet uh, Minnesota teams do the most traveling because it's like they're smack dab in the middle. So it's like the, uh, a trip to New York is still a long flight for them. And a trip to California is still a very long trip for them because it's like, you know, you know, I'm getting a little off topic. So the Anaheim uh, Ducks. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings and the San Jose Sharks. So in Canada, you know, there's so many Canadian teams. So we got the Maple Leafs, we got the Flames, we got the Jets, we got the Oilers, we got the Canadians, we got the Canucks, and we got the Senators. Over to the NHL Central, we have the reigning champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then we got the Blues, we got the Blue Jackets. Then we got the Penguins, we got the Predators, we got the Panthers, we got the Blackhawks, and then we got the Red Wings. And you know what? That Red Wings and Penguins rivalry is going to be restored. Remember the 2008 and the 2009 Stanley Cup? Oh, I certainly do, and I hope to see something like that. Oh, who am I kidding? Because the Red Wings absolutely suck. Sorry, Nolan, who's the host of Locked On Red Wings. So, over in the East, we have the Bruins. Then we got the Capitals. We got the Hurricanes. We got the Flyers, Islanders, Rangers. Then we got the Good Guys, which is us, the New Jersey Devils. And then we got the Buffalo Sabres and all that Taylor Hall. So, I'm looking forward to our matchups between the Buffalo Sabres, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Bruins. The Obviously, we got the Flyers. All of those teams. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a great matchup. And you know what? Get used to all of those teams out east, like I stated, because we are going to see them really, really, really frequently, okay? We're going to see them quite often just due to the fact that, like the NHL stated, they plan on just doing uh, inner matchups between each division. And you know what? I really want to see how Taylor Hall, uh, you know, does in his one-year contract with the Buffalo Sabres, which, by the way, makes absolutely no sense. But you know what? That's why I'm not Taylor Hall, and I hope we can get some vengeance. And I hope that, you know, Ryan Murray, Janssen, uh, Crawford, I, I think I've, I'm forgetting someone else, but uh, all those players that we signed, obviously, we you know, we got, um, we got Alexander Holtz, Dawson Mercer, hopefully all of our young guys are just running and gunning. Then we got a new coaching staff of Lindy Ruff and Mark Recchi. So we got old school and new school trying to teach the uh, older veterans and then the younger guns. Hopefully we could do well. Speaking of running and gunning and speaking of young guys and speaking of trying to teach an old dog new tricks, you know what I need? I need a built bar just to give me some energy. So let's continue and let's talk about Jack Hughes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a built bar is? Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved built bar is 
is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. So obviously there's been a lot of news in the mainstream media about hockey and its return to action and how we're almost out of the woods with this pandemic with the vaccine supposedly supposed to come out and big time celebrities willing to test it out to see if it works. And, you know, it's really exciting. But like I said, we are not out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination with this pandemic and we have to remain safe. And one of those precautions that the NHL is taking is not allowing their players to participate in the World Junior Championship scheduled in the Czech Republic from December 26th to January 5th. So obviously it would give players just a week or two to recover before uh, the season would begin on January 13th, supposedly, like I said, supposedly, I can't stress that enough. And, you know, the New Jersey Devils are no exception. They're, they're not going to loan Jack Hughes to the United States for the participation because they want Jack Hughes to remain in America and just remain safe and just be prepared for the season. Now, a lot of people are torn by this, including myself, because like I said, I respect the fact that everyone's trying to stay safe and not trying to send anyone to any uh, different countries and under uh, their own power. They don't want anyone getting sick. And, you know, obviously with the season starting, we do not want to begin the season with a letdown of one of our players not being able to participate or a game potentially getting canceled. And I respect that. But at the same time, there's no exhibition games being played before the start of the season. Obviously, you have training camp, but that's not the same thing. So training camp is sort of like the stretch and uh, the exhibition games are the warm up. And then obviously the uh, real action is the regular season and you know we saw it in football where a lack of exhibition games can result in big time injuries because these players aren't used to playing at a high level quite yet or you know let me rephrase that they are used to playing at a high level but you know obviously they need to get their feet wet before they're uh ready to just get back into it because if you just get back into it you're setting yourself up for a big time injury as proven by the nfl and proven by my fantasy team i know i know i'm joking about something serious but still I feel as though Jack Hughes, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to be the controversial one. I believe the New Jersey Devils should allow Jack Hughes to go to the Czech Republic so that way he could get some games played under him. Because like I said many, many, many times in this show, if you are a longtime listener of this podcast, for one, I appreciate you. And two, you know I clown on Jack Hughes a lot. I clowned on his brother when he came to my college to play my team. So, you know, I, I'm a big time uh, Jack Hughes, I, I guess you could say uh, spirit killer or whatever the case might be. I just want the best for the kid. I really want him to succeed because first overall pick and you didn't play like a first overall pick. So, 
Uh, you know, for someone like Jack Hughes, I feel as though, and he hasn't played in a while, so obviously uh, from last year's rust and obviously just not playing period rust, I feel like he'll just come out the gates really slow. So I feel as though he needs to get just a few games under his belt so that way he could play. Or NHL, wake up your eyes and maybe push back the start of the season, maybe like, I guess, like a, a week or two more so that way we could get some exhibition games in, just like two or three exhibition games in so that way uh, these teams aren't just going Going in, you know, just uh, uh, with a blindfold over their eyes because, you know, like I said, uh, training camp are the stretches, and then uh, exhibition games are the warm up, and then you you're ready to play in the game. So that's what we do in baseball. So you know, for or any sport for that matter. So like any athlete knows, first you stretch, then you do your warm ups, and then you're ready to go in the actual game. But you know, you you don't go from stretching to playing in a game because you know you're still a little rusty and you're not really ready. And you certainly do not miss your stretches. Go to warm up because first of all, you're setting yourself up for a big time injury, and you're setting yourself up for cramps at the very least. So you know. And if you skip both, oh man, you are screwed. You might as well just go back home and call your doctor and get ready to uh, just have that medical bill go through the roof. So uh, obviously we didn't really touch on it as much as I would have liked to, but I still feel as though Jack Hughes should be able to go to the Czech Republic. But let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils Twitter. So just hit me up and, you know, if you agree with me, great. And if you don't, just give me the business. Tell me why you feel as though Jack Hughes, well, I think you have a good reason why. But I'm just telling you, I feel as though he should get some sort of gameplay underneath him before he's ready to start the season. But that's just my opinion. And obviously, we'll touch more on this because it wasn't just Jack Hughes. There's other players who... Uh, were not given the right to go to the respective country and represent uh, this year in the Czech Republic. But obviously, that's another topic for another discussion. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And thanks for listening.